Hey Bendigo, it's on like Donkey Kong. Saturday the 26th of March, the Rewind 80s Mixtape Tour comes to town with all the greatest 80s hits and memories. Please join us if you can, Bendigo, the Capitol Theatre, 50 View Street in Bendigo. We'll see you soon. If you need a ticket, get on the link on www.rewind80smixtape.com.au or you can check out our Facebook page, Rewind 80s Band. We'll see you soon. Giddy up. Woo! Fucking sexy. Take your undies off to that. Yeah, they just fell off. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. How Don you going? John. John, Good, Don baby. Johnson. Don Johnson. Oh, you would have never thought. but Good voice. Nonetheless. And he sounds like Don Johnson, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he does. It he does, does sound like him. Yeah, album Fucking was Heartbeat in 1986. Yeah. Voice on the hotline. How you going? I'm Jay Jovi. I'm Sammy Hardon. And this is the 80s montage. And we're rocking this week. Oh, yeah, baby. We are. We're back in the band room, guys. And tonight we're talking about network stars. Mm, 80s so ones. big, big network stars that sort of they were pivotal to TV, TV programming. Very, very popular. You know, they sort of may not have been incredible actors as such, but they were very, very popular. This is the thing. They ruled the TV. Don Johnson was one of them. Absolutely. With his little suit on. Now, he doesn't have a massive, massive CV. Like it's not like he did like heaps and heaps and heaps of stuff, but the stuff that he did was very memorable. Like Miami Vice. That's it. Was his character's name like Sonny Crockett or something? I don't know. Yeah. It just reminds me of the wedding singer when he opens his car and the Miami Vice scene comes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fucking perfect, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he's wearing his suit and 
He's just such a tool bag. He sort of guy. he was a um he was a bloody fashion icon for men. Yeah. He did the whole sort of no socks because it's Miami. Like, did the whole no socks? He bought that in. He bought the whole. Oh, you know, I guess it was like him and a little bit of Duran Duran as well. Yeah, that's right. With the sort of pastel, pastel. jacket or the white jacket. Yeah. Pushed up at the fucking up the forearms. Yeah. Yeah. He really championed that with a sort of with a pastel or even if you're being daring, a slight fluoro t-shirt underneath. Yes. Pink you know? especially. Pink. Or apricot. White and pink or sort of aquamarine. Flamenco aqu- pink. Aquamarine blue. Oh, yeah, know? nice. Mm. We don't wear that much stuff like that in our band. I do. I No, I look, I, I would love to. I sort of, I, I know this sounds ridiculous. I wear pink <laughs> in my real life. I Pajamas wear, are pink. It's a great colour. It looks great on fucking everyone. Yeah, it does. It really does. It does. That's exactly right. I love it. And I always think of John Don Johnson when I put a pink T-shirt on and roll it up at the sleeves. And, and he's stuff. the first guy people go for when they've got to go to a like a fancy dress. They'll Don yeah. Johnson it. Gotcha, yeah, because you put the blonde wig on. And he, he remember he had the fl- he had the frosted tips, and he had a perfect bit that would just come down across the forehead. His hair, he had great hair. Yeah, he didn't yeah. rock my world. Uh, he wasn't speaky enough for me. Yeah, right, okay. A bit too clean. Okay. But appreciated the fact that he's part of the 80s genre. Yeah. You know. See, he had the stubble as well, which was sort of very edgy, the designer yeah. stubble. Ripped off you know. from George Michael. That's right, yeah. yeah. Good old Yoruga Mahali. Yeah. A uh, very iconic look. D- yeah. Don Johnson on Miami Vice, iconic. And look. a lot of these artists that were iconic on TV did put out their own records. There was a big fashion for mm. that. Gotcha. Where they went, you need to put out a record. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. And some of it was all right. Mm. Some of us, I prefer his stuff more than your mate. Right. What's his name that did the Berlin Wall or what did he break? Oh, David Hasselhoff. Yeah, I'm not into David Hasselhoff. Well, really, he could be sort of in this show. He could be. I don't hate him, but I just, I don't know. He's a bit too lanky and fucking. Oh, like a big dickhead. Yeah. Have you been watching uh, Pam and Tommy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've watched one episode. It's very good. Very good. See, I think, I I, I did think they did really well. Sebastian Stan and Lily James. She's British, mind you. Fucking Looks you nothing would like not her without all the shit done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it is the best characterizer. Like yeah. I see Pamela Anderson. Oh god, yeah, it's fucking incredible. But the other guy, what's his name? Sebastian Stan. He has the same mannerisms, yeah. so he's not quite the same as um, Nikki. Is it Nikki? Uh, Tommy. Tommy. Fuck. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, we'll be playing a bit of that later on. <laughs> and um, I love her in it. Yeah, Maddie loves her. Yeah. You know, and she wouldn't be an easy character to, to pull off, if you know what I mean. No, she <laughs> she pulled off a couple of characters, yeah, I'd say, yeah, in, she her, in her did. time. But um, but the best. Have you seen the scene where he talks to his penis? I haven't yet. I'm oh, up to, really? I'm up to episode two. We just started. Fucking every man in the world, mate. <laughs> every man in the world does this shit. Yeah. And it smiles at you. The penis smiles at you. I've been with penises that smile like a Labrador pup. Oh, Jesus. They fucking love it. They do. They wink at you and all, mate. They, oh, they fucking, no. Oh, yeah. I've always thought of a penis as a real What a were you separate having entity. on those nights? No, I wasn't having anything. Mm. But I just remember, God, it's another thing. It's like a puppy dog. 
you know, does anything you fucking want after Chicks you've done. Chicks just must be fascinated with dicks. Fascinated um, with dicks. No, I'm not fascinated by them but I think when they're happy they're fucking very jolly. <laughs> Little jolly picker. Don't you wish you had a dick? No. Come on. No. What would, if you did have a dick for a day, what would you do? Oh, fucking smash everything inside. <laughs> oh, Everyone always says yeah, that. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would be like, oh, yeah, have, put your laughing gear oh. around this. I'd you know be a what? shocking man. Shocking man. Yeah. You know. You'd be a slut. I don't know. I'd just mm. be, I don't know. I'd probably use it like a sword. See, um, it doesn't matter. If you're a dude, doesn't matter how big your dick is, you want a bigger dick. Yeah, right. It's very ungrateful, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not the fucking bark and the dog, it's the bite, isn't it? Yeah. That's what do right. they say? Not the bark and the not the growl of the dog. Yeah, it's the dick the dog's dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lipstick oh, on the dog. Oh god, That's fuck, I've seen say. some weird ones. Oh god, yeah, you see some weird ones. Yeah, weird ones. Some of them look around corners and everything. Yeah, well, this is what his dick does in the movie. <laughs> Starts looking around, talking to him and fucking changing his mind about his life. I did think that he could have gone slightly further into the voice because I met Tommy Lee in real life yeah, and he is a parody of himself with the voice. Like it's all like, hey, dude, like, whoa, like it's all that kind of like Malibu kind of, like talks exactly like that. Yeah, And I thought he could have gone slightly further into that. But look, it... Never was it sort of caricature. It was always really authentic. But like do you they think do a great he job. is the type of guy that may be a little bit subdued on his own? Sebastian Stan. No, or, no, no. Or Tommy, Tommy Lee. Maybe uh, he isn't yeah. as out I there. I really, the night that I met him and hung out with him, I really saw a softer side. Yeah, right. Really did see a How softer soft side. Was it? <laughs> mm. I didn't get that far, <laughs> no, unfortunately. No, I don't think you would have, but. Um, <laughs> he had, it, funny enough. Um, he's very jealous. Oh, he, yeah. He's a very jealous uh, man, you know, with his girlfriends and stuff. And I remember seeing it with, um, you know, in the show about uh, Pam when he walks in on her accidentally in the in the in the kitchen, and then fucking, you know, Tommy charges in and fires him. Oh, sorry, spoiler. Mm. Um, but. I remember the night I hung out with him. He had his girlfriend on tour. She was one of the dancers for for um, Motley Crue. Right. And her and the her and the dancers at the sort of after party that I was at, which was only about fucking ten people in Tommy's room. Yeah, yeah, okay. She, she was she was up on the wall twerking her ass, oh. and I was taking photos of everything. You yeah, know, right, of course. And I sort of took a photo of the girls twerking, and he was like, "Oh no, dude, dude, you got to delete that. That's like, really? yeah, that's like." You know that's not kosher. You know, yeah. So, right. so yeah, I, I was oh, fucking no worries, man. I'm deleted, mate. Yeah, now I'll remember and have a wank, mate. It'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> It'll be in the it. memory bank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what a it. night! I tell you what, I fucking get so much not mileage out of that one night. Holy shit! Oh, you would have. Mm. But I know it's a really good show. Yeah, yeah, really good. And on Disney, which is the fucking you, irony of it, you never Disney. Yeah, yeah, it's not Bambi, is it? Good old Disney. God, now let's jump in. Yeah, for our network stars, guys. Don Johnson, what a great star. Who have we got next? This one was one of mine. I think he's gorgeous, and uh, you know, this was the show he had in the eighties. Let's have a listen. 
I'd fucking love Charles in charge. Very woggy and very, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Very woggy and very sort of, bu- you know, butch. He was yeah. only a little bloke but he had the spirit of a bigger bloke. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is what wogs have going for them. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. They're not often hulkingly tall. No. But they're fucking, the character's big, mate. They're like yeah. bulls, you know. Yeah, yeah, love yeah. it, love it. Scott Bayer. Now, he had something in common with uh, Tommy Lee that we were just talking about, about went out with Pamela Lee back in the day. Pamela Anderson, sorry. Mm. Yeah. There's a couple of connections in all this show. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, Scott Bayer was on Happy Days, obviously, mm-hmm. when he was little. Chachi. Very Chachi. popular character. Was he Fonzie's nephew or something? Was like, something, something like, like that. that. And they brought yeah. him in. They bought he he was very young when they brought him in. Mm. Uh, I think it might have been a guestie to start with, but then they kept him in because he was such a popular character. Yeah. And then there was actually a spin-off, uh, Chachi and Joni. Can you remember? Yeah, there was. Yeah. Joni was cute. Yeah. Joni was cute. Mm. Yeah. Um Richie, not so much. No, he's but he went on to be a me. big fucking well, producer. Did. Yeah, director, bloody John Howard. His daughter's an actress. Yes, she's gorgeous. Mm. She's a bit gorgeous. That's right. But, yeah, Scott Bayo, so very cute. We talked about Scott in Full House Days the other day. Did we? Yeah, yeah. he came in and did something with John Stamos. He was in a band with him in that episode. That's right. Yeah. That's so, right. So. They used to use, put all the wogs together. It was awesome. Ah, yeah. It's like, you know, you know oh, if he's a wog, he must know fucking Well, this they were big in the 80s. They were We wogs. all wear the Japanese slippers. Wogs were huge. You know? Yep. I remember getting them from $2 or I think there was 20 cents from some shop. <laughs> yes. Little Japanese slippers. My brother used to wear them. Really? Like Kung Fu boots. In yeah. cans. Yeah, Kung Fu boots. Wow, that's out there. And um, the same brother actually was very fashionable and very woggy looking. Yeah. Hated Scott Bayo. Right. They hated him. Right. Yeah. They they looked the same. Mm. And I think it was a bit of jealousy. I was a woggy Aussie. Oh, uh, yeah. I had the perm. Good. And the highlights mm-hmm. and the rock and roll jacket. And the ish. I used to love Greeks. Loved Ish-ish. them. Yeah. For our Greek audience in Greece, I used to love you guys. Yeah. Spoke the language for five minutes. Oakleish. Yeah, did Greek at school. That mm-hmm. was our elective. Or yes. like we could either do Greek and Italian and everyone did Greek. Oh, did they? Mm. I did. Did I do it? Yeah, I did Italian for a little while. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Italian would have been better for music but I didn't think of that. Yes. Yep, yep. At the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, Scott Bayo, huge. Every chick loved him. He was on posters. He's cute, wasn't he? Cute. Yeah. Cute, sort of intelligent. And sort of uh, notoriously hung like a horse. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 
We could have called this episode Hung Like a Horse. Yeah, we could have called it fucking Dicks of the 80s. <laughs> dicks of the 80s. <laughs> we should do dicks Oh, we of should. The 80s. Renowned dicks people. Of the 80s. Yeah, that have big dicks. Fucking let's do it. Oh, that's awesome. Let's pull this shit and fucking start doing Dicks of the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Change of subject. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, Charles in Charge. Now, the next go. one has a connection as well. We're going to look at uh, Heather Lockley. Is that's that how right. you say her name? She was married to Tommy Lee. Absolutely. Before Pamela Anderson. She's sort of like Heather Lockley is really the Pamela Anderson before Pamela yeah. Anderson, you know. Yeah. She was the blonde. No boobs. Probably though. better actress, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Tiny little thing. Sammy Joe, she was in. Yeah. Uh, was she Sammy Joe in Dallas? Dynasty. Dynasty, one of the one two. Of those. But I've got a song that reminds me a lot of Heather. Oh, yeah, Loco. Yeah, and it's this one, which I think is the fucking best song in the world. You know I'm a dreamer, but my heart's a gold. I had to run away high so I would come home low. Just when things went right, it doesn't mean they were always wrong. Just take this song and you'll never be left all alone. Take me to One more night And I'm coming on this Long and winding road I'm on my way I'm on my way Home sweet home Tonight, tonight I'm on my way I'm on my way Home sweet home Tune. Maddie plays that uh, at, at Soundcheck. I didn't know what it was for a long time. I didn't either. Yeah. I didn't either. And I thought, what's that beautiful piece of music he's yeah, playing? Yeah, I thought, oh, that's very cultured for young matinees yeah. to be playing. He always does it at Soundcheck and yeah. people get excited. Yeah. But Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Home. Yeah, that's right. Does remind me of Maddie a lot. Now, she sort of loved the rocker boyfriends, Heather Locklear. Loved it. After she busted up with Tommy Lee, of course, she went out with Richie Sambora. They were married for years. Years. That's right. He's another one I'd love to bloody. Blow? Oh, yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, well. Yeah, I'm not a Richie Sambora. I appreciate him. Um, Mate. But oh my god, backing back, vocals back in the day, yeah. back when he was in Bon Jovi. Oh my god, yeah, gorgeous. he was the hottest fucking thing. Yeah, he was. And I remember just like every time I'd hear him say stuff, it would always be about sex, sort of like subversively. Like I remember they they asked him why he started playing guitar in an interview, and he said because I wanted to get laid. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Let's I didn't truth. know what was going on back then. I was in primary school, yeah. but like sort of in Better retrospect, it's like, oh, who is this prick, you know? Anyway. He is vocally yeah. fucking better than John Bon Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? And he's like, still got it too. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. he vo- Like vocally he's needed yeah. in Bon Jovi. Yeah. It's a shame, isn't it? It is. Look, really, like Bon Jovi is John Bon Jovi and, and Richie Sambora. Yeah. Like r- really. Yeah. And sort of when he when he left, yeah, I wish they'd fucking get back together and, and sort of oh, I would go and see Bon Jovi again. I've only seen Bon Jovi once and it was the fucking tour after Richie left. I was just like, what oh, the fuck okay, am I doing here? Right. I think I left early. It was awful. All the keys have been put down and shit, haven't they? Yeah, and he does spirit fingers as well. Oh, does he? Yeah, he does big spirit fingers because he's sort of like – the, the, the John Stevens of America sort of and all the chicks just fucking love him and he does like puts his head back into spirit wow. fingers. Wow, like does he go to church? I don't know what he does. Maybe he he's, he's a nice guy. Oh, fuck, I'd love everything cunt. he stands for. Yeah, 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 yeah. With his, you know, food and shit. Yeah, he's got a charity restaurant yeah. feeds the homeless. That takes a lot of, you know, instead with the one wife. There. Yes. Very successful Dorothea marriage. Or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But going back to Heather... Yes. God, she was in everything. Now, she was – it was Dynasty. She played semi-Joe Carrington. Yeah. Uh, and she – that's where she, was, you know, would be discovered by um, Aaron Spelling and they had a long, long relationship, creative relationship. Melrose Play, she was fucking phenomenal. That's right. I was getting that. to that. She was in TJ Hooker with Will, William Shatner, which is a very rude surname, don't you yeah. think? Yeah. William Shatner, the dirty bastard. <laughs> shat you know? himself. Yeah, he's Shatner and then he fucking wiped it up. Oh. Oh, the show's gone to shit. No. Anyway, then, of course, the funny thing, she, yeah, she was most well-known for Melrose Place because it was sort of, it needed a bit of something. It needed a bit a of bitch. a fucking, it needed a bitch. Joan Collinsy kind of And chick. they brought her in to play the bitch. And she did do well because TJ Hocker, she was fluffy and blonde and the yeah. police chick. Yeah. yeah, And then she turned into this mole, Amanda. Yeah, she was a mole, Amanda. I must yeah. get the box set of that. Yeah. Would you sit and watch the box set of Melrose? Yeah. Fucking 100%. We'd love it. Yeah. It fucking went... It went so so far from the source material, didn't it? Yeah. Like they were it was about like the one block of uh friends that lived in the, you know, Melrose Place, the little block of flats, made it fucking had murder and this and that and it, you know, it was nuts but because Marsha Cross, I remember she was in it. Marsha Cross, who was the little other I used to get called the little redhead all the time. There was a younger uh. one. She married one of the, the cast members. Ah. Uh. Gorgeous little redhead. Uh, no, yeah, I Crazy can't remember her fuck. name. Yeah. And um, I used to look like her a lot mm. if I sat out in the sun a bit. Yeah, right, right. Got some freckles. Lots of uh, young hot blokes in that show too. There is a Tully movie about Melrose Place. Is it? Yeah. Is it a disaster? It's so fucking bad. Oh. But, God, you just sit there and watch it. It's like a, um, oh, what do they call, Hallmark thing, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. But. Yeah. Made on a fucking budget. None of them look like any of them, but nah, I've seen a of... I've seen a 90210 movie like that actually. Yeah, right. Um uh she bought she actually sort of bought uh, well, really influenced corporate wear for women because she had really really yes, short skirts. She did. And really sort of structured jackets, remember? Yeah. And showing a bit of boob, she would you know, they would do the thing where they'd have the jacket but no top necessarily. So it was just sort of, sort of jacket and skirt and that yep. would be the look. Yeah. Very Amazing. sexy, very sexy. Very sexy, very thin girl. Mm. Yeah, yeah, tiny, tiny, tiny Got Gotten a bit of strife later on in life. She did. did was it drugs or yeah. just sort of 
driving drunk or something. Drive, fucking off her face or something. Yeah, I think she wanted to get rid of the bad good girl image. I don't know. Well, I remember sort of seeing she mustn't have been that much of a good girl behind the scenes no. going out with Tommy Lee and Richie Sambora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet she could suck start a leaf blower. Suck like a hoover. Yeah. Absolutely. Must have been that. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't She'd fuck around you, if you're a give rock star you it all, mate. anything less. But she was a good actress. I don't think she's Very in popular. much now. No, but although. Why would you be? And I'm, no, yeah, she's sort of iconic from, from those couple of, you know, TV roles. She was in a movie called Firestarter, which is um, 1984 it came out, uh, starring Drew Barrymore as a sort of uh, preteen sort yeah, of right. better girl who has, uh, she, she can start fires. Wow. With her I'd mind. love to have that power. I'd love it too. In be winter, a lot of hair especially. on fire at gigs. Yeah, a lot of cats on fire. I yeah, the, that. Um, I, when I did a gig at the snow when we used to wear the wigs, mm. some guy, and I don't want you to fucking do this, anyone, pulled my wig and it didn't come off because I have it like stapled to my head. Yeah. And I turned around and I went, go and fuck yourself yeah. and he fell over from the energy. I didn't <laughs> even touch him. Yeah. He fell back and fell on the ground and all his mates laughed. Yeah. But. That, and I don't know, I must have just thrown him some energy and he just lost oh, his shit. But I'm terrified of that happening. Yeah, no, no, no. No one's ever done it. No, right, no. Somebody pretended as a joke to do it. It was one of the jitterbugs. Oh, yeah. Remember those jitterbugs. cunts? Jitterbugs, yeah. If you're listening, guys, we do really love you. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, they wiped us. Did they? Probably because we call them cunts. Yeah, no, they were a bit strange. Yeah. Big fangirly. They used to leave lollies on Maddie's car and one's a lesbian now. Yeah, good. Mm. Yeah, good. Probably because Maddie just sort of spurned their advances. Oh, Maddie couldn't. Maddie is so rude. <laughs> so rude when he wants to be. Maddie couldn't deal with them. Remember? Yeah, he's a lot nicer in his older years. Because we'd have like a little um, roped-off area. Yeah. And they would always fucking sort of um, presume to enter the roped-off area. <laughs> And they'd be stuck it around their neck. Like, they were lovely. Like they, you know, I remember Ashley and I got married. They they gave us like a wedding present. Oh, that's lovely. What and did then, they give you? Oh, I don't know. Probably fucking voodoo doll or something. Wow. And then um, I can't even. Oh, it was something weddingy. It was fucking ugly. Anyway, we 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 <laughs> they were sitting in our area, and Maddie was pissed. And came and was just staring at them past me. And I, I like, what are you doing? He's like looking around me like a cat when you bring like a parcel home that the cat doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. And they just like sit in the fucking corner of the room like yeah. looking at it. Yeah. Too scared to approach. And I looked around at Maddie and he, he was like, what are they doing here? Like whispering but really fucking loud. Loud, yeah. Classic Maddie when he was How did we get onto that? I don't know. Oh, well, they loved him. Mm. They loved him. Yeah. But uh, interesting, that was way before we were dating too. Yes, way before. I don't even know what I was doing. Everyone was shagging. Yeah. Well, I didn't get that many shags, I have to say. Yeah. Only when you set me up with people, which you did. You can get out of wood. We wanted you to uh, meet a good bloke. (laughs) Yeah, right. Remember we, we got the lift home with one of the DJs? And they wanted to kick you out of the car and drive me. 
Oh, and I was yeah, that's petrified. Right. That's right. Because I was like, you're not fucking going anywhere, mate. Yeah. I don't want to fucking get gambanged Fuck. by bloody Brunswick kids. I, that was, yeah. That, that, I got asked to join a WOG band. Like they were going to poach me, this WOG like band. Like speaking another language, WOG band? No, no, no. Like they were starting a rock band. Like I remember said, saying like, oh, yeah, what are your influences? And they, they said like, you know, oh, the Killers. French Ferdinand, mm. you know. And I thought, oh, that could be good. But they were wogs and they were fucking gorgeous. But I, th- I don't know if they were, nothing ever came of it. I was just too busy. I didn't care yeah. enough. Yeah. But I thought, oh, I could go and root them all. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I, was ma- I was married. Oh, um, uh, yes. All right, next. Next. Speaking of wogs. Oh, my God. Now go with me on this. We're going to sing along to this song, everyone. We're going to make up a little song now. We're nice and pissed. I've just got to get to the next thing. Here we go. Hold me closer, Tony Dancer. Salvatore e Danza. Now, wasn't the mafia in charge of this guy's they career? They were. Yeah, he was right. very closely linked to the mafia because nobody could really sort of make sense of it because he sort of like yeah, wasn't, wasn't a particularly good. incredible actor. This no. is the thing. He had a lot of charisma. Mm. He did have a lot of charisma. He was a former boxer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, so he could probably have beat the shit out of you. He was in Taxi. That was the first series That's he right. was in. And then Who's the Boss? Yes. And he's sort of like, yeah, she, Who's the Boss used to turn me on when I was a kid. Really? Just because like it had the tall blonde mum. Yeah. And wasn't he the housekeeper or something? Tony Danza was Yeah, he like, was the housekeeper. Or the babysitter or some shit. And Sam was his daughter. He was like the dumb. Sam was the daughter who was Alyssa Milano, yeah. another great wog. Yeah. But um. It used to turn me on because I was just waiting for the moment when. Well, that explains your first. Tony marriage. Danza would fucking you know get the get the fucking the wife and bend her over. Pro- well, properly. It was a really different dynamic because the wife was in charge. Yeah. And he was the house. So yeah. it was a bit of a turn on because she, we hadn't yeah. seen that That's before. That's right. She was fucking down, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. She was fucking down. You fucked her up. Let yeah. Me tell you. And we were all waiting for them to get together. Mm-hmm. And it sort of did it happen I in the end. I think it did happen. If he fingered her. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure that's it happened. first base. Yeah. Something happened. Tony Dancer. Yeah. Now, he played the father in Don John, which was a movie with. Oh, God. Why do I always forget the fucking names? It's because I'm a career slut. Yeah. But he, pl- he played um, He played jo- uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I think, wrote and directed this movie called Don John about like a, a slutty young wog. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is not a wog, does a great job playing one, but you can tell he's really modelled his persona on 
Tony Danza and Tony Danza plays the father. Ah. And he still has something as an older man. Yeah, right. It probably has more. Yeah. Not as much of a dickhead. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was the dickhead thing that sort of made him lovable, but oh, I feel it sort of uh, it undercut him as well. You couldn't quite take him seriously. Yeah, well, it was. I think it was on about five o'clock every weekday, wasn't it? Mm. And you'd sit there. I, I enjoyed the show. Yeah. I thought it was great. The mother in it. Remember the mother in it? Yep. Like the, the – um, Angela, the, her name was in the show. Yeah, yeah. No, not not Angela, Angela's mum. Oh, the mum, yeah. The old mum. She was great. She was really cutting. She could see sort of what was happening. Mona. Mona, Mona. was the mum. Very popular. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Good show. Yeah, good show, sir. Danny Very Pintoro was the young um, son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, went off the rails a bit. I think so, yeah. Mm. You would. You would with all well, the Well, all the child stars the do. Yeah, that's right. You know, they're so successful and then I think he did or he went for the part of the one of the kids on, I might be wrong, Family Ties mm. and didn't get it. Right. I can't remember but I don't remember how old he was. But, yeah, Tony Danza, what a, what a legend. But the mafia did start his career and they – Paid for it almost, didn't they, or put him on the TV? I think that. Well, I think they sort of. Either are you saying the mafia? Yeah. They they either sort of pressured the network to put him on, or they bankrolled it. They were like, "Well, we will we will pay his wage to get him on there." Yeah, right. Yeah, that's good. Something like that. It's like your mum. They probably just um, <laughs> threatened them. Stage mums. Yeah. Oh, so the next one's a ripper. This one's gorgeous. Yeah, the A team. If you were a young bloke in the eighties, you would have fucking lived for the A team. Mr. T, we're talking about now. Mr. T is who we're talking about, mate. He was fucking huge. Mm-hmm. Mr. T, the character was BJ Barakas. I used to have the action figure. Yeah, great. Yep, I was very disappointed when you pulled the pants down. <laughs> <laughs> Never Did mind. Did he have a donger? He didn't have a big black penis, oh, which was no. I was really. I think sort of maybe that you know. Mum and Dad were buying me Mr T to toughen me up. I, I was just oh, yeah, interested right. in what was really you know interested wow. in Mr P. Ooh. But there was no Mr P on that doll. Mm. Um, yeah, BJ Barakas. So the eighteen, the premise was basically I think they were, they were four four dudes who were wrongly uh, convicted of they were soldiers wrongly convicted of a crime and court-martialed and then they escaped jail. So they were like fucking fugitives and they were like um, soldiers of fortune. So they used to sort of like work as soldiers to sort of, you know, they'd send them in to save people or they'd send them in to fuck things up and blow it up and quite violent for the day for TV. 
Yeah, I remember Boy George did it. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was. Um, high what did on, he do on there? I don't know, but he was high on heroin when he was on it. Oh, serious? But he needed the money. So was the casting agent, obviously. Yeah, well. <laughs> Jesus. He, Boy George, is on it. If you look, Boy George in the 18. Kidding. That was the thing he did to make some money. He didn't want to do it and they said, mate, you're running fucking low on dollars. Oh, no. Yeah, he was throwing it up his arm. <sighs> and he's embarrassed about it now, I think. But serious? He does talk about it if you get a, an interview with him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Couple of special people was on that show. Like they had, <laughs> they had a couple of people that came on the show. Get, they used to pay him a shitload. Yes. Absolute shitload. They used to have a lot of uh, yeah cameos. So so of course, Mister T, real name Lawrence Turo. Uh, he was very very popular and was in Rocky Three. Remember. Yeah, well, he was spotted by um, Sylvester, wasn't he? Yeah. Stallone. He, he actually wasn't that, oh, you know, BJ Barakas in the A-Team was like crazy. You know, what you talking about, fool? Yeah. But um, but uh, he wasn't too bad in Rocky Three. I liked his acting. Yeah, right. The acting yeah. was actually Oh, no, good. he had it in him. Yeah. There's this scene where in Rocky Three where Mr. T fucking challenges him. You know, because Rocky's – I think Rocky's like thinking of retiring or some shit. Yep. And and Mr. T gets up and fucking challenges him and it's a really – like the acting is fucking great. Yeah, yeah. The Rocky movies are actually sort of well acted and written. Yeah. You, you forget this, you know. Yeah, you do. I guess Stallone's career became a bit of a parody of itself. But, but um, yeah, I, no, he used to say, I pity the fool. I can't believe I got that wrong. I pity the fool. You got him mixed up with Willis. I did. Mm, I do For too. For no other reason. Yeah. No, no. They For were just, no other reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Both, both very Look, popular. I have to say that they were based on each other really. Well, a little well, bit. shows were getting people to fucking mm. do black stereotypes and stuff as well, you know, mm. against their will a lot of the time. Which yeah. Which is such a shame. Yeah. But I always thought Mr. T might have been. No. But he wasn't. Did he get married and have kids? Apparently. Apparently. Oh, he was one of seven boys and one of four girls or something. He was. Oh, shit. Yeah, right. He had a big family. Okay. Big family. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, He used to – he was a sort of devout Christian. Yeah. And he also used to uh, refer to himself in third person. Oh, yeah, one of them. Mr. D, gonna fuck Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. D, gonna – A bit like Warwick Kappa. Oh, Warwick God. Kappa loves a groupie. Oh, no. Do you remember when he said that to me? Yeah. I went, oh, okay. Yeah. They don't. I, I don't, don't know. <laughs> what about Get on the weekend? Get out of that ride, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Are we allowed to talk about Baba? Oh, yeah, if you want. Oh, okay. So we did a gig, gig uh, so it'll be a couple of weeks ago now, did a gig in Tassie, we talked about it, and we met Baba, who are a an ABBA tribute show, yeah? yeah. They, look. You know, the money's with Bjorn again. But these guys were very, <laughs> <laughs> these guys are very, very good. They were they great. Are, they, they were are. actually the headliners and yeah. they, they did really, really fucking well. They did. Considering we fucked the place up before they went on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I did feel for anybody that went on after us at that gig yeah. because we yeah. we fucking left it all out on stage, mate, you know. Like we we, we gave it everything. Yeah. And yeah. Um, look, they they – they had the crowd. They had a they had a very long, um, 
break in between sets, which I didn't agree with. Mm. I fucking hate that. Mm. Remember we used to have really long breaks uh, at the Odeon between sets? Yeah, because that used to go from six in the fucking afternoon till three in the morning. Oh, fucking mental. I mean, I remember the Odeon, we'd get in at two o'clock in the afternoon. It was a fucking 12-hour day. And why? Like, exactly. Why oh, because someone couldn't rehearse. For fucking, fucking $200 yeah. or something. Oh, I didn't get that. I got the fucking shit money. Oh, God. I didn't know in, I was getting the shit money. Oh, and I fucking, had a Jewish reception band that was giving me a lot of money. Dog. Yeah. Fucking dog. I was on 150. Unbelievable. Yeah. What a dog. And I had a, the biggest Jewish reception band who I saw Jackie the other night and I had to then leave them to fucking do the yeah. shit money gig. Yeah, yeah. Because that was fucking pulling a thousand people. Unbelievable. We were fucking pulling a thousand people and getting paid fucking chump Nothing. change. Unbelievable. Well, we but only look, know we that all met each other. You know, yeah, we all, we that's all right. fucking had a great Not all time. Bad. We all met each other. Yeah. So, yep. you know. We and, all fucked and, each and other. And we all still, yes. And we all <laughs> still talk to each other, which um, no one talks to that cunt. No. no. Anyway, so <laughs> what else have we got next? Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't get to the Baba story. Oh, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk so about So Sammy's Baba. sort of, <laughs> so we're, we're sort of first thing in the morning and we're all at Very like early. virgin check-in. Yeah. And we're on that like far, far end where they do all the sort of excess baggage and uh-huh. shit because we've got our, all our instruments and stuff. And you've got to check in together because, yeah. like, Sammy and I travel light so the, the boys can sort of take extra equipment. Yeah. And we're all down there and there's, you know, Often you will meet other bands because they're doing the same thing yep. and especially the Virgin because they have like great deals for musos. They Good do. on you, Virgin. Yeah. And so, so you will always see other musos uh, in and around the Virgin sort of check-in. Mm. These guys, we're thinking like, yeah, they look like a band but they're on like another planet. Sure enough, it's Baba. Yeah. And the, the sort of, uh, I guess, the, the – the, you know, one, the, the the more mature female singer, Sammy starts talking to her and, you know, she says she's in Baba and Sammy's like, ah, oh, which one do you play? Do you play Agnetha or Frida? And she goes, oh, Frida. And she goes, ah, oh, yeah. Sammy straight away like goes, ah, oh, yeah, do you use your own hair? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just the most fucking, I'm pissing myself laughing like, they're behind me. I'm like losing my shit. Because we a- were we were together. We hadn't spoken to them. The boys were talking to That's them. That's right. And then they kind of went da 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 da. And I turned yeah. around and went, okay, that piped in. Yeah, they and had she, all costumes. She, and stuff. You're, you're such a bitch, and you don't mean to be. And anyway, she she then goes. Oh, yeah, I do sometimes. I put a rinse through it and, you know, like I forget sometimes. I actually think I'm Frida. And Sammy goes, yeah, I never do that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Cut. Ding. Oh. I didn't mind her though in the end. They were, yeah. yeah. Look, they were, yeah. they, they were the very. The drama was lovely. They were on another planet. Yeah. But you know what? All I did say because we did have a report sent through and I did say to the agent, look, Musos at the moment are out of practice with this yeah. shit. They're yeah, just right. a little bit entitled at the moment because oh. they think, oh, well, we're fucking back on tour again. But you forget that there's so much work to be put yeah. into it. And, yeah. and, you, and I remember getting on, we got on the plane and I turned around to Baba and I said, guys, fucking, you got to get on the plane, mate. And they were ordering coffee and they're like, oh, we're not. And I'm thinking, if you were my. That's fucking right. They band, were calling the flight. Yeah. 
And then they had to fucking, you know, she had to leave her, cancel her eggs and stuff oh, and jump yeah, on the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I said that. I thought if they don't get you on the have plane. Just left them fucking... um, they, I like the, the drummer was good. A lot of them are gorgeous. They're all gorgeous, but it's very hard for musos to get back into the swing of things and just, you know. Yeah. Just, you know, no one wants to know what you like, do. It, it was. Hey, they were very talented. Their, their fucking musicianship was fucking great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but they, it was like it was their first gig. Like their character. Oh, oh, do I? They yeah. were sort of lost. Yeah. Well, that's you know the I mean? difference with tribute bands and us is that we are a tribute to the eighties. We're not so much a tribute to a, a style or one band. Yeah. So. I don't go out looking like Cindy Lauper. We just go out as eighties characters. And, yeah. and someone asked that about you. And Dallas, yeah, of course, Dallas has got the fucking yeah. So that what do you yeah. say? So that singer, what's his story? Yeah. And Dallas like went, "What do you mean, mate?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's a fucking tough bitch yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, "What do you meant to be?" And and she goes, "He can be whatever you want him yeah. to be." Yeah, that's right. You know? That's right. Good answer. And then and then he goes and then she goes. He goes, "Oh." Is he the cure guy yeah. from the cure? Yeah, it's you look Robert nothing Smith. like the guy from the cure. I would love to do a Robert <laughs> Smith look, but I don't in no. this. God, it was funny. What? And Dallas and I oh, were pissed because I didn't hear that. And he I know. picks Robert Smith. Yeah, well, they call Maddie Prince all the time. Well, he's obviously being a cunt and saying I've got makeup smeared all over my face. I have no idea. Fucking cunt. I probably Hilarious. did. Anyway, let's keep doing the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got the A team. We've done that. Now this one. I've got a track for this fantastic guy. Now, I've just put two and two together. I think these two bands sort of went together a little oh, bit. Oh, fuck. Outrageous by Oingo Boingo. What the fuck that? Oingo Boingo. That was from Teen Wolf. Yes, that's right. And Teen they were Wolf. always on a lot of Michael J. Fox soundtracks. Were they really? Were they were on Back to the Future? Where, where were they from originally? Oingo Boingo. Mm. I don't Are they know. American? Because he's Canadian. Who, Michael J. Fox? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where Oingo Boingo were from. Are they German or something? I don't know. But they're bloody around a lot in movie soundtracks. And I didn't want to do Back to the Future because we've done that a million times. And I mm. thought, well, I'll look at Teen Wolf. Yeah. But this guy was huge. Absolutely. Very, very big on – I mean the popularity – I said this the other way – the popularity of Alex P. Keaton led to him being cast as Marty McFly in Back to the Future. Yeah. You know, that was a, that was a really big jump for him into those films. Yeah. And they're huge. They're iconic. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I'm burping. Yeah, burps. That um, beer's getting through. Enjoying the, the Kaiju crush. You've I've given up. Yeah. 
Yeah. He has had the same wife forever. Yeah, she's lovely. Yeah, so good on him. He's only five foot four inches. Yeah, right. But he's got a nine inch. He has no. Nine. I don't know what he's got. Oh, no. She was in Family Ties with him. Oh, that's wife. right. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. how they met. They got kitties. Yeah, they do. Little kitties. He voiced uh, Stuart Little as well, famously. Oh wow! That, that goes together, doesn't it? Yeah, that does go together. You know. Wow, cast well. Mm. Little voice, little Is man. Is his real name Michael Jake Fox? Because that's ve- Michael Andrew Fox. There's nothing. Uh. There's nothing Jay about it. You fucking liar. Uh, that would have been a stagey. Now, what's his name that sings? Oh, uh, Carrie Hart. I've Corey said this Hart. before. Corey Hart. Yeah. Corey Hart was originally cast in the lead uh, of Marty McFly. Just due to his popularity. Right. He was Canadian as well, I believe. Yes, he was. And he did Stranger Things, a couple of tracks in that. Yes. Is that what it's called, Stranger Things? They yes. use Corey a lot. Yep. Great song, Sunglasses at Night. We've got to put that back in. Yeah, I love it. Dun, 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 dun. Great song. Yeah. Really Does good. Does it have sax in it? No. Nah. Okay. Guitar song. Yeah, we should do that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it on Countdown because uh, they had chicks from Bartuccio's dressed as police women. Of course. And they did the whole sunglasses police woman look. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool when he came to Australia. Mm. Um, He looked like a little canary. Who? um, Corey Hart. Oh, I thought you were saying. I had a little canary. No, I didn't meet Tony. Tony Bartuccio. Choreographed me in a show. Yep. Very camp. Lovely guy. Yep. Married to a lady called Caroline. Yep. And I remember her saying, You remember my name? It's not Carolyn, it's Caroline. Caroline. It's like a line of Coke. What? That's what she said. Good on ya. And I went to a dinner party and it was. Rachel, oh fucking hell! This Rachel is so Beck. weird. Rachel Beck. No, it was Rachel uh, Griffiths. Oh god! And okay. Her fiance at the time. Those two, the director who I was working with at the time, and her husband, Tony Bart and Caroline, and me. It was what was so the show? Weird. He did. Oh, it was a play. It was oh, a, yeah. it was a big play in Melbourne yeah, years right. ago. Yeah. And um. I don't know what, but Rachel Griffiths and the and the the fiance at the time were fucking off their nut. Oh wow, well, there's a Caroline in there. And they were just saying things like like popping in like uh, conversation starters, but no one was really on that level. Like they're saying <laughs> things like, um, if you could. What, what did they ask? I remember they asked the director of the show that I was in if you could. Um, if you could have a twin of yourself for a day, what would you do? Would you fuck yourself? Oh. Like and just stuff like that. And wow. it's like, oh, where's, sorry, where's this coming yeah. from? Like no one knew each other. This is the thing. Oh, no. It was really uncomfortable. They would have been very young at the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. She was quite wild when she was young. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was quite wild. She, she actually... Like in the first the first time I came to Melbourne, I got a tram. Yeah. I didn't have to go anywhere but like I just wanted to get a tram. Yeah. You know, and I'm sitting on the tram and I remember this chick talking behind me to her friends and she's like, 
you know, bragging about this route that she had and like talking about the size of the guy's cock and everything and like really loud and fucking wow. graphic. And I just had to look at the fuckwit. Like I just yeah. had to, you know, when someone's a fuckwit, yeah. you just have to see their face yeah. to, to see if they look like a fuckwit too. Yeah. It was Rachel Griffiths. Yeah. You know, when you have to talk about the size of someone's cock, it's not that size no, at all. No, it wasn't that Never good. is. Yeah. yeah. Never is. Mm. It's always just they haven't rung you back. Yeah. So you got to say something. You've got to talk it up somehow. Yeah. Take the focus <laughs> off. Very good. Almost Michael J. At the end. Fox, we are, babe. Now, this one's a ripper. I actually, do I have anything for him? I actually, oh, yes, I do. So this is our TV commercial of the week. Hey! And it's uh, this guy's first commercial. And this is where I said in the last ad, it's good to smell nice. Uh. So this is Tom Selleck's first. TV commercial and he looks pretty cool in this too. But let's have a listen to the commercial. It's quite interesting. Safeguard's deodorant lather is so effective, it doesn't need heavy perfume. Safeguard gives you naturally clean smelling skin. He always smells so fresh. What about me? I use a deodorant soap. That's just it, Jeffrey. You smell like a deodorant soap. You know, it's a pleasure having someone in my cab who smells so fresh and clean. You married? Safeguard doesn't need heavy perfume to mask odor because it's so effective at removing the cause of perspiration odor. Good morning. Good morning. He smells just the way a man should smell. Clean. Safeguard's deodorant lather is so effective, it doesn't need heavy perfume. With Safeguard, you don't get the heavy smell of some deodorant soaps. You get naturally clean-smelling skin. Okay, I get the fucking picture. That's a long ad, isn't it? Now, I said before that, you, you know, sometimes you see people and you're like, I wonder what they smell like. This guy, he always did look like he smelt good. Now, Tom Selleck we're talking about. This show was massive, of course. Magnum P.I. He played Thomas Magnum in Magnum <laughs> Magnum P.I. Not sure if you can hear the toilet flushing, but I fucking can. Anyway. <laughs> I was busting, mate. I was busting to go. Sorry, I'll turn my mic on. No, you're right, you're right. Mm. So so uh, Magnum P.I. was set in uh, Hawaii. Okay. Famously. And he had a he had a fucking Ferrari and used to Yep. You know, and he was a he was a copper but had a and fucking a mustache. Ferrari. Yeah. This went for eight years from nineteen eighty to eighty eight. Fucking incredible. Now famous for his mustache, like it was him. The two sort of moustache guys in the 80s were him and Cannonball Run. What's that cunt's name? Oh. Cannonball Fever. I don't know. You know, he's married to – he was in Boogie Nights and I'll come up with it. Talk about something. Boogie Nights and – oh, God. Everyone had a moustache in the 80s. Yeah, the but 70s. like these two guys were like – you know, they were like the fame. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, he was very popular and, and strangely enough, he was the original casting for Indiana Jones. Right. Well, I can see that. He would have done a good job. Yeah. He would have done a great job. Yeah. Not Look, I've, I fucking worship the ground that Harrison Ford walks on. Yeah. Walks upon. Uh, but, yeah, he would have done a good job, Tom Selleck. 
Yeah. I don't think he's ever sort of done anything remarkable on film. It's always been like TV mm. TV roles. Um, but, yeah, once again, like a network giant, like very, very popular for, for Magnum P.I. I wonder when he – and I've always thought this with like uh, moustache blokes. Mm-hmm. I wonder when they decided to become a moustache bloke, you know? Well, this I'm just is gonna the thing. I'm going to have a moustache forever. This is the thing. My dad's got one. He does. And he shaved it off in yeah. about 83. Oh. Oh, what did maybe your earlier. Think? Oh no, we didn't know who he was. We were we were fucking petrified. My brother and I, we ran away from him as soon as he took the mustache off. <laughs> we <laughs> were fucking tortured by it because we uh. thought this was another man. <laughs> so we had to grow it back in a mm. hurry because mm. he's. We just disowned him. <laughs> we were like, we don't want our dad without a mustache. We don't even know how that guy is. Yeah. So sometimes. Guys with mustaches, if they've got children, yeah, have to keep it forever. Well, that was my experience because you see your dad without a mustache and you don't know who that dude is. Yeah, and you scream down the hallway. Aah! And I remember thinking, I don't know this guy. My mum's married someone else, whatever. Yeah. And then he had to keep it on. It was a big moment, wasn't it, when like dads would shave their facial hair, oh. and all the kids would just be like, "Oh, what the fuck's going yeah, on?" Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I like. I don't have. I don't have facial hair at the moment. I normally do. I've either got stubble or a fucking beard or something. Yeah. And um, at the moment, I just feel like a cunt because I've done a gig and I don't have any facial hair. But the great thing. Yeah, is but you also did Freddie the other night as well. That's right. So you had to be sort of clean. I did have a moustache a few yeah, weeks because did. I was practicing walking yeah. around the house as Freddie. That's great. <laughs> With a dildo up my ass. But, but um, <laughs> uh, Selleck was all, uh, Tom Selleck was also offered the role of Mitch Buchanan in Baywatch but turned it ah. down because he didn't want to be seen as a sex symbol. Oh, well, there you go. But very God, similar hate, energies though. Yeah. I hate Hassel dumb Holson. decisions. But he did Friends, remember? He was good in Friends. Yeah. He played Courtney Cox's new boyfriend. Yeah, but he could have played fucking Mitch B- Buchanan in Baywatch. How much money would he have already had? You know what I mean? He could have had a whole lot more money. Eight years of that show, he'd still be raking in the royalties. I remember, like, look, uh, sort of actors in. What? What's that noise? Is that crickets? Crickets, yeah. Oh, fuck. That's our, that's our fans. Yeah. They're our fans. <laughs> they've been – actually, they've just started up again. They stopped yeah. a little time. Oh, they're giving us the wet weather. we're getting close to the hour. Yeah. But um, he – I always find, find it infuriating when actors used to turn down roles like this and it's like the money wasn't good enough and it's like, come on, you cunt. I remember hearing that um, – Jack Nicholson was offered some fucking amazing role and it was after he played the Joker and he said something like, I just don't feel like doing it. And they're like, Jack, it's for like $30 million. And he said, I already have too much money than I will ever Ever spend spend. in my lifetime. Yeah. It's money is no incentive to yeah. me. Well, he would have been older too. I was like, what? You know what I mean? Because the deal that Jack Nicholson got for doing the Joker mm. is still one of the best movie deals ever. Wow. He got sort of merchandising points. He got like all kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah, nuts. Anyway, so Tom Selleck, good on you, mate. Network giant. He was on Friends. He was on fucking what else? Ali McBeal. 
Oh, I think, yeah, yeah, he? yeah. Three Men and a Baby was yeah. like popular enough to be in that with yeah. um, Steve Guttenberg and Ted Danza. Well, he's the type of Ted dude Danza? you don't see. Ted. Ted Danson? Da- Ted Danson, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Um, he's the type of dude that you may not see for 10 years but you always remember the face. Yes, that's right. Mm, he did changes. a few films actually. I shouldn't be harsh. He did a film called Her Alibi, which I remember. Remember that? Her Alibi with uh, Pauline Porosgova, the supermodel. Oh, yeah. Mm, Bruce Beresford directed You know, that. the moustache isn't a bad thing because that's the thing that we all remember. A little bit of a <laughs> yeah. clit, clit tickler. Yeah, not really. No, okay. I've never fucking gone no. there. No, no. But um, Maddie used to grow beards and I used to go, just fucking get rid of it. You look oh, 10 years older. Yeah. you got such baby skin. Like, That's why right. do you need to cover yourself Make the in most hair? of it, mate. You know? You know? Unreal. Yeah. All right, there we are, Network Stars. We're going to do a couple of sequels to this episode but not straight away, you know, down the track. Yeah. We're going to look at sort of Aussie Network Stars and British Network yes. Stars and Algerian Network Stars. <laughs> Algerian Network Greek Stars. Greek Network Stars yes. maybe. Who knows That's what we'll right. do on the day, you know. Wow. Probably talk about something else like we normally do. Yeah. Yeah, good on you guys. We love you guys. Absolutely. Anything to add at the end? I'm we could sure. do a little gig guide. We go, yes, let's do it. Because it won't be far until – actually, I want to thank Gold FM in um, Bendigo. They're mm. running some commercials for the Rewind 80s mixtape tour. Oh, so if you're in Bendigo and you hear us on the radio, I'm going to do an interview on the radio. So that will be interesting. Bendy. Yeah. You'll and, have to have um, your cobra hat on. Yeah, no, I did well with the other one. I was half asleep. Good. But it's great when they just have to ring you. Mixtape tour. So we've got Bendigo, the Capital Theatre, which you would have heard the commercial at the start on the 26th of March. Mm-hmm. That's selling really well. It's going to go nuts. We'll fill that room, which is great. We love a lot. Bendigo are very creative and arty. They love that. The Forge Theatre and Arts Hub is in Bansdale. That's Saturday, June the 4th, 2022, this year. Bunjil Place. We haven't mentioned Bunjil in Nari WhatsApp. Bunjil. What? Nari Warren. We're walking there. Bunjil. Um, yeah, Just down the road from here. G'day to our people in Nari Warren. That's one of our biggest suburbs. Naz was. You probably see me walking to Casey Central with my Rewind 80s t shirt on and go, that chick wears the same shit every day. That's right. We're there Saturday, August the 13th. So get your tickets for that as well. That's just gone on sale. Very excited to do Bunjil, beautiful place. Muldura Arts Centre, uh, Saturday the 24th of September in Muldura. That's going to be great as well. Are we going to fly up there? I think so, yeah. Is just... Maddie going to fly us? No. Why? He have a licence for all of us. What a... Yeah, he would love to, believe me. Princess Theatre in Brisbane on Wednesday the 19th of October 2022. Now, hopefully if Brisbane's still around because it's pretty fucking bad up there at the moment. Yeah, I've got to say all my Queenslanders, all my fucking statesmen, I feel for you guys. It's horrible. No one does a flood like the fucking Brisbane River. It's amazing. And I just... I hope you're – floods are fucking awful. Yeah. It, floods are fucking awful they because there's like shit and debris and, ah, oh, it's just terrible. Like the destruction, you wouldn't fucking believe it. But um, 
The thing is, Queensland people are tough and you will Resilient. bounce back, guys, once the waters subside. Absolutely. No, I, I feel so you. sorry for them seeing on the news and it's awful. they've lost everything, you know, and I, you've really got to look at that and go, live your life yeah. and just do what you want. God, life's because too short. Exactly. Yep. You don't know. I mean, we've just had freaking Corona. Yep. Now we've got this fuckwit starting a war. Yes. And he's about as fucking simple as Simon. Yep. And um, then we've got the floods. Like it's just one thing. It's like the board. The world gets bored and starts something new. And I just feel sorry for the people in the floods. You guys, we know we have a lot of Brisbane people listening. I know the Tivoli copped the roof. The roof came down on the Tiv the other night. Yeah, very sad. Tivoli's Fucking a beautiful old house. Yeah. yeah. And I know um, New South Wales is copying it at the moment. Yep. We are going to Tweed's head, Tweed Heads in October and stuff like that. Shepparton opens up for tickets next week, I think. I can't I think it's the 6th of March. Yep. So we'll let you know on the Facebook Rewind 80s band. It is Rewind 80s band, isn't it? I or is it so. Rewind 80s tribute band? God, I don't even no, know. No, it's rewind80sband.com or something. Yeah, that's the website. What's the freaking Facebook? Uh, I don't know. I'm not on Facebook, thank you. Oh, yeah, Christ. yeah, exactly. God, it's good. Yeah, no, it is. It's absolutely no, Rewind 80s Tribute Band it is, guys. Hang on, let me just have a look though. Something to, sorry, it is Rewind 80s Band. Yes, it's Rewind 80s Band. That's the tag. So you can find us there and we'll put on the Shepherd and Dates. Thank you again to people that are commenting on the gigs we've done. It's really sweet to hear that you've loved them, especially still people at the Wedge com, um, loving it and we've got Tassie people still on board. Just join us on any platform you can. That's the cat trying to push the door open oh. and it's not going to work. Um, yeah, but thank you so much for your support. Love it. Wonderful, guys. Love you. Want to say a big hello to all our subscribers and our Patreons out there. Love you guys very much. Uh, please jump on board, get the friends on board and like, share, rate and review. Give us five stars for the show. Don't fuck around with the other stars. <laughs> It's just shit. Exactly. Just give us five stars. Get on iTunes and tune it up. Yeah. We're on over ten different uh, podcast platforms now, which is great. Here we are. So listen to us on your favourite one. Yeah. Mm. And if you just Google the 80s montage, something will come up. That's right. Like that's what she said. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, what can we say? But we'll see you at a gig very, very soon. And things are opening up again, guys, and I'm getting messages on the Facebook. It's awesome. So don't f- be afraid to ask where ticket sales are or anything. I'm always here. Every night I do a couple of hours just checking shit out and you guys have been amazing to us. So thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Sammy is always here for the fans. I'm not. No, but it's okay. Sammy is so you much for both one. of us. This is the thing. You only need one. You know, I'm too busy, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, creating genius. Oh, look, Facebook will die out eventually. <laughs> fuck yeah. Because I can see it with the new meta. It's yeah, just not right. working not as working. well. No, fuck it's Facebook, really, mate. oh. Fuck, mate. Fuck it. Well, you can't. You could, now I'm doing radio commercials. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going radio yeah. now. Oh, brilliant. Um, because, you know, are these pricks going to stop Russia from fucking talking their shit? Better stop it. That's right. You know, let's fucking cut these. And it's not even the Russian people I feel sorry for. It's the dickhead yeah. that's, you uh, know, they the don't country. even want this shit to happen. Mate, they've been through the ringer yeah. for the last, like, how many years, how many yeah. decades, the Russians. Yeah, terrible, terrible. Well, you know, what we've got to do is just love each other, 
soak each other up and make the most of every moment, guys. That's all you can do. Yeah, but jump on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the 80s montage podcast and chuck us a dollar a month or something. That's right. And uh, you'll be able to hear all the episodes that we do. We're going to record one right we now. Are. It's going to be shit. absolutely. Yeah, good on we you. Are. <laughs> all right, guys, let's wrap it up. If it's music, maybe. And cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. I'm fucking real. Yeah.